0: Welcome to the Bill Kelly Podcast. I'm Bill Kelly. Well, today on the program, we had a special broadcast featuring Mohawk College and the City School program by Mohawk and their corporate partners. City School is a bridge to education and meaningful employment opportunities, and by virtue of this, it generates a meaningful array of economic and social impacts. To get all the details, the leaders and the partners joined us on the show. It's all coming up now. The Bill Kelly Podcast starts now. Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML highlighting Mohawk's city school program, which has uh, been such a great success in this community. As we said at the beginning of the program, uh, in ordinary times, we'd probably be doing this from the Mohawk campus, or perhaps the Stony Creek campus, where an awful lot of these skilled trades uh, programs are uh, in place and been very successful, or of course the McMaster campus, where the health sciences aspect uh, and the collaboration between Mohawk and McMaster uh, is going on. Uh, But these are not ordinary times, so uh, we're doing the best we can remotely here to bring these uh, fabulous people to you to talk about the program the programs and the collaborations that are ongoing uh, uh some of them have been around for a long long time with Mohawk College and you're going to meet a couple of them in the uh, segment that we're about to undertake here right now including uh our good folks from uh, the the Port Authority Emily Pavalekin is with us she is the Communications and Community Relations Coordinator with the Hampton Oshawa Port Authority Emily great to have you on the show thanks for joining us today
1: thanks for having me Bill
0: And Jim Vanderveeken is back with us, too, from Mohawk College. Emily, let me start with you, because uh, your relationship with Mohawk College goes way back. It even predates the city school program, doesn't it?
2: Yes, it does, actually. We've been involved in their employer engagement strategy from a long time ago, probably around 2015, I'd say. We started working together um, and wanted to connect students to employment in supply chain and logistics and make uh, learning opportunities accessible to the different supply chain and industries we support at the port.
0: For those who may not know, maybe you're relatively new to the community, the port is a, one of the driving forces in the Hamilton economy. Uh, many faceted, so many different things going on down there, and so many different employment opportunities, and so much investment, Emily.
2: Yes, a lot of investment. We've attracted, I think, $300 million in private sector investment to date.
0: Which is uh, obviously one of the key reasons why you see the economic impact that uh, the city uh, being so positively uh, impacted by what's going on here, Jim. And, and that that partnership seems like such a natural element for this too. Uh, when you look at the at the the potential opportunity here, uh, f- as far as employment is concerned, for for the students who are going to go through the city school program, but also the learning experience that they're getting. I mean, as I say, this is this, this is a multifaceted operation down at the port that encompasses so many different aspects of of the Hamilton economy.
3: Yes, it does, Bill. It's uh, it's a very interesting opportunity, a very interesting partnership that we've evolved over the past six years. Uh, and and if you think about the Hamilton-Oshawa Port Authority and think about its its membership, and particularly in the Hamilton Port uh, area, I mean, I think there are about 120 or 130 uh, members of the authority, and and so uh, there are 100. There's a network of 120 or 130 uh, employers. We' are all looking for talent, and so the opportunity to bring us together and to begin a dialogue between us, and this was really something that we are deeply appreciative uh, to the uh, to the Hamilton port authority for for bringing their members to the table and allowing us to have a dialogue with them and to understand what their needs are, what their talent needs are, what their future uh, recruitment needs are, and how can we respond through city school? How can we design our programming specifically? Uh, to ensure that uh, they can meet their talent needs through, uh, again, pathways that we can establish for individuals in our community so that there are viable careers available. And they cut across, Bill, they cut across all the sectors, so advanced manufacturing, food processing. It, it's an incredible diversity of opportunity that exists uh, at the port front. So it's, uh, it's a very exciting partnership for us. And as Emily pointed out, it started uh, at the very early stages of city school, and it's evolved now. Uh, We're actually working in collaboration with the Hamilton-Oshawa Port Authority and Heddle Marine. We're offering a marine repair program. Uh, And uh, again, that's the kind of partnership that's now beginning to uh, take hold and uh, making available to the community.
0: I'm glad you brought that up, Emily, because that's a very important part of when talking about partnerships. Uh, some of those individual partners in, in the Port Authority uh, that have developed those personal relationships and actually an academic relationship with the college, Mikhail marine and, and the others that that are down there, they understand the importance of, of, of that partnership uh, because basically, as we talked about before, what a lot of these programs are doing through city school is... They're, they're providing the future employee, or employees for a number of these operations down at the port.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, these businesses aren't sustainable unless they have, um, you know, the employees to sustain them and to, to work at these businesses. We have about 2,100 people on site working at across these 130 tenant companies at the port, whether they're involved in steelmaking, agri-food construction or manufacturing. Um, you know, we need skilled workforce to, to support these businesses and help them thrive.
0: Agri-food is something that doesn't get talked about a whole lot, but uh, it, it's a big part of the Hamilton economy. I know people tend to think about so many other different things that are happening with the Hamilton economy right now, and that's great that we are so diversified and being so successful. But uh, agri-food, Emily, is worth a, over a billion dollars a year in this economy. I mean, this is a key part of Hamilton's uh, economic future.
2: Yeah, absolutely. A lot of the jobs that we have at the Port of Hamilton are connected to the cargo we carry, and grain is one of them. So, uh, you know, the the port has evolved greatly over the years, and that is due in part to the the partnerships that we have and the businesses that we've been able to attract and the grain terminals that now operate at the Port of Hamilton. Um, You know, we're able to ship Ontario grain to global markets uh, as a key trade gateway.
0: Well... Short sea shipping is is actually a big part of this, and it's it's the intermodal transportation uh, that that makes Hamilton such a, 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 a I guess a magnet, Jim, uh, for businesses that are looking to relocate or to expand, because uh, we've got it all here. Uh, we have you know one of the busiest cargo, if not the busiest cargo airport in the country. Uh, rail transportation, certainly infrastructure with road transportation, and but also the the the, the shipping by water, uh, which is becoming the vogue right now too, is a great way to get this thing done. We can offer everything.
3: Yes, we we are really well positioned as a community. Not only do we have one of the most diversified economies in Canada, uh, but we have an intermodal uh, transportation system here that is the envy of many others. Uh, It is, again, the airport, the port, the rail, the connections, the proximity to uh, our U.S. markets. It really is spectacular for us, Uh, and again, these are industries and these are employers that are offering uh, excellent work opportunities for individuals in our community. And uh, sometimes they're overlooked because people don't understand or they may not appreciate entirely uh, the work that's involved. And that's really where we've tried to underscore this, try to uh, amplify and animate this for the community. There are a lot of jobs here that are available. They pay very well. They pay family-sustaining wages. And, uh, and they have great career pathways forward. And so we want to really attract those individuals to participate and uh, and benefit from that.
0: Well, because as any uh, any business knows, Emily, job one is if, you know, if you're if you're making something, manufacturing something, it's getting it to market, and and that's really the advantage that the Hamilton Port has here. They offer so many different ways of doing this. And what Jim was just referring to whether it's it's shi- sea shipping or whether it's airport or whether it's truck. Uh, oftentimes, a, a product, including grain, will experience two or three of those things. I mean, those big things that come in on those. On, on those uh great lakes freighters i mean they get shipped off they get put onto transport trucks they get shipped up to the airport there's a there's a process here and and an integration between all of those
2: yes absolutely we're actually just gearing up for the 2021 marine shipping season so that's um you know a good reason to check out the introduction to ship repair if um if any of your listeners are interested there's an information session actually happening this thursday at 7 p.m um you know, our partner, Heddle Marine, works on these cargo vessels while they're, you know, in layup at Hamilton Port and repairs them. And, you know, they rely on a lot of skilled trades uh, talent coming into the port uh, to work on these vessels.
0: Where's that going to be?
2: That's actually going to be online. You can sign up through Mohawk College's website um, and it's going to be taking place over Zoom, just like everything. But (laughs) we're planning planning on delivering a six-week course over the next um, until uh, basically the end of April, and we're really, really hoping to bring Mo- uh, Mohawks Mobile School down to Hilliard, uh, right beside Heddle, um, in order to get some in-person skills training, training you know, disassembly, repair, reassembly, exposure to millwright, welding, painting, electrical, everything that's involved in, in uh, skilled trades uh, and ship repair.
0: Jim, that's just another example of the flexibility of this program, isn't it? I mean, there's a need there, and all of a sudden you say, yeah, we can do that. We can help out. Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly, Bill. We have the agility to be able to respond to that. Uh, We have the flexibility. Uh, Emily just referred to our, we have two city school mobile classrooms. They are state-of-the-art classrooms that we can place anywhere in the community. And again, in this example, we're going to be heading down to Heddle Marine. Uh, And so it is something that you know wherever a need is identified we can respond to it and uh and again uh, be able to customize the delivery and customize the training exactly to what the needs of that uh, particular employer are
0: well uh emily thank you so much uh, not just for your time today uh but uh, for the great work that you guys at the the port authority are doing and the collaborations that you've established for many many years with uh, mohawk college great to have you on the program uh jim uh, thank you emily jim you're going to be back with us a little bit later on appreciate both of you joining us uh, on this one to bring this one to light but i want to talk about some other partners that are involved in city school and involved with mohawk college uh, for a number of years right now uh including the walters group Uh, and uh, natalia stroblitsky is going to join us she is the vice president of people and culture with the Walters group. by uh, Natalia, great to have you back on the show. Hope you're doing well these days. Isn't it, is Natalia with us?
4: natalia is here
0: there you are okay mm-hmm. it's at it these these this is the remote stuff here is is well we're yeah. going to get a hang of it. it's only been a year but it will be, you know another year or two and we'll be fine on this i've always enjoyed we've i guess two or three times now we've done remote broadcasts out of our program uh from Rymal road up at the walters group uh and uh, i've also of course uh, worked with you guys with uh, the the stony creek location of mohawk college uh where there's a skills training program that's going on right now uh this is a win-win situation this partnership between the Walters Group in Mohawk, isn't it?
4: Yes, we absolutely love it. And uh, we haven't stopped, didn't want to lose the momentum. Pandemic didn't stop us, so we keep going with that program.
0: Well, and, and we've seen this happen time and time again. And, and the Walters Group are one of these great examples of a, a, a company that uh, that is doing... Great business, even as you mentioned during the pandemic, uh, but uh, offering trade opportunities and employment opportunities and expanding all the time. I mean, they've got some mega projects that Walters has always been involved in uh, all over the world. They're doing some great work these days. Uh, this is a, a, an excellent opportunity to get that training and, and to actually work with the company itself during the, the education process.
4: That's right. Yes, we have a call Where students have a chance to actually look at how these projects come to life. And uh, use their hands to participate in some of this work.
0: Uh, yeah, and, and uh, actually, I got to meet a bunch of the students uh, well, last time we were broadcasting from the Walters location up on Rival Road there on the South Mountain in Hamilton, uh, and the the enthusiasm that they they were showing there, and they're just, they just couldn't wait to get involved in this simply because of of the track record and the success rate, uh, and it's it's been a great partnership for everybody that's been involved in this too, but it's it's an opportunity uh, for people that, that are looking for, for steady employment and well-paying employment too. I mean, these are, they offer for jobs here that, through the Walters Group, and because of the work that they're doing in some of these projects, there's good money involved in this.
4: Yes, absolutely, and think about it. You, uh, the students go through a program that's about uh, eight months, and at the end of it, they have a well-paid job, and uh, they become independent, and they can grow their careers from there. They take it anywhere
0: well and that's that's the key to this isn't it really i mean it's it's just a matter of, of developing that relationship with the walters group uh and upon graduation from the program oftentimes it's well i'm already working with these guys this is great can we keep doing this and the answer is usually yes because they know the student right uh Absolutely. they don't have to train they've been training them already because they've been working side by side with them uh, so it's just a natural progression from them to finish for the program and move right into full-time employment with the walters group
4: Absolutely, and it's a two-way street. The students have the opportunity to learn about what we have to offer. So at the end of it, it's not a wasn't wouldn't be a gamble. They already know what they're getting into: the culture, the kind of company, the kind of people. So that adaptation that's just much smoother. They already ours.
0: And the outlook is going to look pretty good here, I would think, Natalia. As as you just mentioned, you know we've had economists on the program talking about the the bounce-back economy, Uh, and it's been terrible it's been rough for an awful lot of people for a long time here because of the pandemic and the economic downturn but there are some industries that are doing well and even better days ahead uh, especially the folks that the walters group do the specialization that they do in some of these projects uh and and the need for infrastructure that i guess just about every level of government is going to be looking at right now to try to get people back to work right now that bodes well for the walters group doesn't it
4: Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, we are we've been working through the pandemic and have been very busy, and uh, based on what I'm seeing on the job market as well, the signs of recovery, we will be busy. So yeah, there is opportunity for sure, to build a career, to work with uh, companies like Walters, with Walters for sure. I'll advocate for that.
0: Yeah. Well and uh, if people want to get details about this we again direct them to the the city school webpage for Mohawk College because all those opportunities are there. Uh, it was to say over a thousand different uh, p- people have passed this course already uh, and 157 total courses are available right now including some of the work that's uh, that's happening with the Walters group. Uh, Natalia, thank you so much for the time today and thank you for the great work that you guys are doing with Mohawk College.
4: Thank you so much.
0: You're listening to the Bill Kelly Show podcast on 900 CHML. One of those other partners, though, that I want to introduce you to right now is uh, 4 Outdoor Living in Ancaster. And uh, Marty Verhey, who is the owner of 4, he joins us uh, as somebody who knows all about partnerships with Mohawk College. Marty, great to talk with you again. Hope you're doing well these days.
5: Hi, Bill. Yes, thank you. And
6: uh, Good.
0: same to you. Good to have you with us. Uh, Anybody, by the way, who's tired of winter and and wants to get a little bit of uh, of an inkling as to what outdoor living is like all over again, I I suggest you go out to 4 and just have a look at the the showroom there uh, about some of the great opportunities. Uh, This is a a fabulous enterprise and an an outstanding business, of course, and uh, it's done so very well uh, over the last little while. Uh, Talk to us about the relationship with Mohawk, Marty, and and how this is working for 4.
5: Yeah, so Mohawk approached us if we uh, we were open to an opportunity to host to be a, a site host for their newest mobile classroom so that's basically how the conversation started and that stems from a long-standing relationship that i have with mohawk college in a in a former career mm-hmm. uh, when i was working for the walters group and yep so so that's what kind of got the ball rolling and, and when they wanted to focus in on the landscape trade and horticulture and uh, nursery management things like that um it just naturally was a perfect site to to have that mobile classroom, and it was uh, a little bit special because it was the uh, unveiling and ribbon cutting of their of their second unit that was specifically set up for uh, for this industry and can be adapted for other things as they uh, as they move around. So.
0: Marty, I get the sense that this is a growth industry. I mean, I, I see more and more businesses cropping up, and and, and it, it's a skill to to be sure. But landscaping uh, and and the work that needs to be done on properties, uh, beautification and maintenance of of, of uh, properties like this, it, it seems to be an exciting field to get into.
5: Yeah, for sure, because it's it's. I look at it as an extension of the, uh, the skilled trades problem that we're all uh, you know spent a lot of time talking about over the last you know five ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's, 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 uh, really exciting to see that that is, you know, that's not just, you know, tools in the tool pouch or, you know, in the toolbox or working in a factory somewhere. It's also, um, working outdoors and working in other things that are more of a hands-on application of skills as opposed to, you know, sitting in an office somewhere. So the, the, the whole topic of skilled trades and, and the opportunities out there is so vast. And, um, yeah, the, the outdoor space is, is certainly a, a large part of that. And, and our industry face the same thing, right? When you get into landscaping and, and um, nursery supply and growing and, and that sort of thing, it's very—it's uh, facing the same challenges as, as all of the other skilled trades out there. There's a shortage, but yet there's a shortage of talent, and there's but there's great opportunities
0: well uh, i I can understand why they would want to approach uh, a four outdoor living for that i mean because you obviously the the business has been around for quite a long time but i mean the 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 actual physical location on fiddler's green road is is just a beautiful place uh for a learning environment basically to learn some of the skills that you just talked about
5: yeah we uh we went through a lot of uh, transition and change and and renovation uh in 2019 and early 2020 uh so we were just wrapping up some fairly big projects when uh, when the mobile classroom arrived. But in terms of uh, logistics and location and everything like that, it works very well. You know, it's just little, even down to the practical components of being close to um, a bus stop just up the street, um, having ample parking. So those who did drive in are able to have a, a spot to park. And so you're, you're kind of in, in the community, but just on the outskirts of town and we've uh, got space to do things and they were able to use the greenhouse and um, sort of be, surrounded by by industry components um, that I think just helped uh, increase the quality of the education that they got by being exposed to so much more than just the mobile classroom.
0: What, what's the uptake on this, Marty? I mean, are, are a lot of folks interested in, in the program that you're doing? I mean, the, I get the sense that there's generally more of a, an interest in a, a desire to learn more about things like horticulture and, and, and plants and, and, and how we can embellish properties and things of that nature.
5: I, I think it's, uh, yeah, I think you're, I think you're right on. That's exactly, there's a huge opportunity there. And I think it's, I think the only challenge right now, or the only problem, if I can call it that, is the fact that it's, it's just, it's, it's underutilized. And maybe that's, that's going to come over time. I mean, Mohawk has, has uh, gone through some significant growth in this category to, to get this out and available. But I think the more they uh, promote this in the communities as a solution, um, for, for, for training and education, I, I think it's, I think there's
0: huge uptake. It, it just—it just seems like a program that's—it's right for the times these days. That, that, that there's a, a, a real interest in this. I mean, just you can just uh, even judge by the number of programs you see on television where they're talking about these sorts of things. That there, all of a sudden, there's a there's a market for this sort of thing here. So employment opportunities, I I, I think are are a pretty real possibility here.
5: Oh, 100 percent. Because it's it's you know. It, I say the kids, but it's it's meant for, for, for all walks of life and age mm-hmm. and demographics. But it, it's it's a great opportunity for a, a, a non-intrusive, non-intimidating uh, way to see if this is for you. Right, And I'm not just talking about my industry. It's just the whole concept of the mobile classroom um, and the city school program where uh, folks can come out and get exposed to a trade or a set of skills that they might be interested in and, and not have to worry about that. uh, You know, the idea of having to go to college for a multi-year program and pay tuition and go through all of that. So, um, I mean, it's, it's obviously great for our industry, but it's going to be great for lots of industries because it's, 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 it's just a very exciting way for someone to get introduced uh, into a career.
0: But, you know, to your point, though, I mean, for those that uh, maybe are, are used to and expecting classroom learning, I mean, that's that hasn't been with us for a long time. It probably won't be for a while yet. Uh, right. But but this particular course in the mobile classroom, Marty, is, is perfectly suited for your industry, isn't it? I mean, you're outdoors there anyway, and you want that hands-on learning, and it's available to them there.
5: Yeah, it's 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 perfect. And if if, if, if they want to take that to the next level beyond the city school program, then that option is obviously there, right? And I think that's what that's why I think the uptake will be so big because, um, you know, particularly young folks that are, you know, maybe a little lost in terms of what they're going to do can, uh, can, can get a skill set and, 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 and get a job out of that, but at the same time, still have the opportunity to, to pursue something different or pursue it further.
0: Well, uh, you've had experience, as you say, in in past empl- jobs that you've had uh, and in careers uh, of of doing that, of of taking well, raw material. In other words, a person who's looking for employment, uh, and you see how the training can work and how the enthusiasm builds as as that as that learning process continues down the road. Uh, and at the end of the day, you've got somebody who's interested in that, who's skilled at that, and who's now looking at that as a, as an employment opportunity for them. Uh, this is a this is an important time and a time that they can actually look at. Uh, at these other opportunities and i think it's one of the benefits of city school marty that that people that maybe didn't even think about something like this as a career say not only is it a possible career not only their employment opportunities but the training is right here right here in this community
5: yeah it's it's it, that's spot on and and i'm i'm just thinking to uh to when mohawk started this this wonderful program i'm sure uh my friend jim van didn't necessarily have uh covet in mind when he was starting this but just the the exponential uh, growth that is there now because of COVID, right? Whether we're talking about product shortages and you know su- supply chain issues and all of that, it, the, the exact same uh, problems are coming to light right now when it comes to finding enough people to, to employ. So I think it's uh, I think the timing is great, and this is a I think it's a perfect tool that will help. Um, Get great employees to employers um, a lot sooner.
0: Well, training is part of it, but uh, so is opportunity, and you've always offered that. And, uh, and And not surprised at all that Four is such a key player in this. Uh, great talking with you again, Marty. Thanks so much for this, and uh, continued success with uh, with the properties, with Four Outdoor Living, and uh, and certainly with the program with Mohawk College. Great talking with you again today, and hopefully we'll see each other as the weather gets a little warmer. We'll pop out there and, uh, and reestablish. Okay. Thanks, Bill. Take care. Good talking with you. Marty Bear here, of course, the owner of Four Outdoor Living on the Fiddler's Green in Ancaster, uh, and a great partner uh, involved in the uh, city school program with Mohawk College. And landscaping's a big thing, and uh, certainly you know, a career opportunity for an awful lot of people, and uh, some money to be made from that as well because of the interest that a lot of people are showing in that. Glad you're with us today. This is a very special edition of the Bill Kelly Show. We're talking with uh, a number of the uh, the co- partners that are working with Mohawk College on the city school program uh, to employ Opportunities for people that are looking for career changes or maybe just training in general. Uh, one of the other great partners, though, is and I'm going to introduce a couple of folks from that organization right now, is uh, an opportunity to entry-level employment and providing a free college credit for people that compete this course. Uh, and I want to, to, to get a couple of folks in here to talk about this. Nicole Guerrero and uh, Yasmin Ziba are both with uh, this fabulous organization, Literacy and Math Academy, or LAMA. Uh, Nicole is the Director of Education. Uh, Yasmin is one of the staff members uh Thank you both for joining us on the program. So glad you could be with us today.
7: Thanks for having us. It's really exciting.
0: Well, it's exciting for the community as well, I think, Nicole. Let's talk with uh, about uh, the opportunities and what LAMA is all about and, and the, the programs that you offer.
7: Yeah, so Lacey and Mathematics Academy kind of came out of a need for education at the preschool level, and then we've evolved to a private elementary school that specializes with students, uh, for students with exceptionalities. So our focus is on offering Differentiated learning that helps students learn according to their needs and just in a dynamic way. So we repackage that curriculum. And then on top of that, we have tutoring programs for after school support. Different different learning opportunities for students.
0: Well, and I, it's such a beneficial program, I would think, Yasmine, because let's face it, a lot of people that are looking at possibly retraining or going back to school to getting or qualifying for certificates like this uh, might be intimidated. Well, you know, this is not my strong suit. I, 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 I don't want to look like I don't know what I'm doing. But you offer all the support services right there through the program. Yes.
8: Yeah. Hi, I'm very happy to be like a in this show. It's uh, my first time and happy to, to participate in this show. And uh, could you please repeat the, the question again? What did you say?
0: Well, I was just saying, Yasmeen, that a lot of people that may want to uh, embrace a program like the city school program in Mohawk might be a little intimidated about going back to relearn and getting into an environment and maybe, it, you know, this is not my strong suit. I'm not so sure I'm going to be good at it. Uh, but you offer all those support services built right into the program.
8: Yeah, I will tell them to come uh city school is a great place to study because i went there and uh, i have a great uh, like a result i started uh, i, I study principal development in uh, september 2020 and now i'm um, i get job and uh, they support me grateful the teachers are are very uh good and uh, i feel they Always make me like feeling studying and studying again because right now I take like five courses. I take child development, small uh, business, I take social worker, and uh, customer service. It's a great place to go. I will encourage everybody to go there. They won't be like they won't regret that.
0: They're keeping you pretty busy, Yasmin. How do you do that? I mean, I, I guess it's because they actually accommodate the program to your needs.
8: No, you know, at city school, I would say it's very good. The schedule is mixed with uh, my lifestyle. Like a small business, I take it in the evening from 6.30 to 8.30 where I finish everything. I finish my job and uh, everything was uh, good. The schedule is very great. And it's online, you know. Everything is uh, good. I didn't have a problem with that. That's and a big I part would of- encourage everybody to come and just see and they will be happy and the helpers they support it very very good team and uh, the city school helped me to find who I am to discover my skills you know and uh, helped me to find a job in this time with COVID-19 can you imagine I get a job they support me (laughs) they look for me everything and uh, I'm so happy for that Great program.
0: Well, I'm so glad you could join us to talk about your success through the program. But that—that's part of the key, though, isn't it, Nicole? That understanding that you know people may want to uh, you know, approach this and they may want to use this uh, this vehicle and the great program that you have uh, with LAMA. But at the same time, they've got other commitments, etc. You—you tailor the program and and try to to work around the, the other things that are going on in people's lives to ensure that they don't they don't have to say no. I can't do this. I just can't fit it in. You'll you'll find a way.
7: Absolutely. You know, as an employer in city school and this program was amazing for us because we were really struggling to find team members. You know, it's really difficult to employ people right now, and so becoming affiliated with a program that does that onboarding for us, has those supports built in, give us an opportunity to almost test drive the person, see what else they need, mentor them train them into different pieces, and then we were able to hire immediately. We hired Nadia, we hired Yasmin. These team members are phenomenal. They're amazing. Their training is on point. Their supports within the program are fantastic, and it's a great way for us to connect with outside supports when we're training our team.
0: Well, and I can understand. Uh, it, it seems to be a natural fit to, to be partnering with Mohawk College and City School.
7: Yeah, it's amazing. We're actually really excited because they've been able to, Support us in sending these people to apprenticeship programs, which is really cool. So, yeah, is going to start an apprenticeship with us. is going to start an apprenticeship with us. And we hope as we open more with the COVID situation, we'll actually be able to hire even more of those SAO placement students and send them for apprenticeship training as well. It's really I- exciting.
0: And, and i think that's the takeaway for our listeners to understand that there are opportunities out there i know that things lo- look pretty grim for a long time uh, mm-hmm. because of covid and they were indeed grim for an awful long time but there are possibilities and opportunities here and and, and certainly what you guys are doing with uh, with lama of the literacy math academy uh is is going to be a big part of that i want to thank both of you for taking the time with us today uh and continued good luck with this uh, i i know that as we move forward and then we get out of this thing and start are doing the economic recovery uh that you guys are playing a major your role in that so thanks so much for the great work that you're doing and thanks for the time today
7: thanks for having us it's been awesome
0: take care nicole yasmin continued good luck guys you're listening to the Bill Kelly Show Podcast on 900 CHML. Very special edition of the program. Spotlighting Mohawk College and City School. It's such an incredible endeavor that uh, has been undertaken by Mohawk College and uh, so many partners through the community, including the City of Hamilton and uh, some of the other partners that we wanted to introduce you to through the course of the program today and uh, and talk about career opportunities, frankly, uh, and the betterment of, of the Hamilton economy. Uh, one sector that, uh, that I, I'm glad we're including here because it's something i think to talk a lot about in this program and it's the food processing industry right here in the hamilton area a lot of people may not even consider as a, as a possible path of employment uh but i want to bring on deanna zinger into the program deanna of course is the project manager of succeeding at work with food processing skills canada uh, deanna great that you could join us today thanks so much for the time
1: well thanks for having me this is awesome big well this to city is school.
0: Yeah, well, this is, uh, talk to us about your partnership with City School, how that got, how it began and and how it's evolved.
1: Well, City School, actually, um, Marla Robinson reached out to us because Food Processing Skills Canada um, has tremendous outreach. We're a national organization with provincial networking, so... We primarily are the leaders in in food industry content and labor market information and all that. So um, City School actually approached us on some projects that they were interested in doing. So we're working on a number of projects with Mohawk, Mohawk College and City School. And these projects are really supporting industry employers and job seekers because people just aren't aware of all the jobs that are available and how important they are. Like one in eight Canadians... Are involved in the are employed in the food industry.
0: One in well, Canadians. I, yeah, I know that's it's, it's a phenomenal number. I was saying at the beginning of the program that it, even on the local level here in the Hamilton area, uh, the agri-food business is a billion dollar, more than a billion dollar annual business in this community. Uh, it's it's a, it's one of the strengths of the, of the local economy here, uh, and there's so many different opportunities and so many different facets to it, Deanna.
1: Oh, there are, and people don't realize how like you just you, know, you just focus on how big it is, you know their key centers in Brantford and Hamilton and you have everything in within the geographical reach of, of City School. And and Toronto, Toronto even Toronto is the third largest food and beverage sector in North America. Never mind just Canada and North America. So there are a tremendous number of jobs. And you know, our partnership with City School in particular is really interesting in that City School, you know, I'm a huge fan because they, they really do have an outside of the box approach to creating success not just for employers, but for job seekers as well, and, and getting the message out that there are so many opportunities available. And, like, when your first goal is making others successful, your vision is really clear. And, and that's why we partner with City School, because they're, they're tremendously open-minded and creative. Like, you're an alumni, so you would know just how creative they can be. Oh, yeah. And, and we, have a critical, we have a critical labor force and skills gap in our industry. Like, you know, when's the last time you thought about the safety of the food that you put in your mouth? You no, know, truly, well, it's, it's a tremendous responsibility that we have, and we feed Canada
0: listen here's and, and here's the thing I and for, first of all there's two things here it's a win-win situation because you're right it's absolutely great for the employers because they're they're basically crafting their future employees uh, and training them with through this program but but it's also obviously great for them as well but this is this is a growth industry i mean people think well you know what are the long term we we're we love eating uh, we're going to eat we're going to continue to <laughs> eat and, and and you know and we're dying to get back out and go to establishments and everything else uh, whether it's restaurants bars whatever the case might be uh, banquet halls uh, but this industry is it's it's been on hold for a little bit but it's still working because we still have to go to the grocery store there's so many different opportunities here uh, that i wanted you to spend a few minutes talking to us about so that people could understand uh, how they might want to look at this as as a possible career path uh, and how city school is really the conduit for people to, to look into this
1: well, they are the conduit in 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 so far as providing all the educational opportunities because for I've always referred to education as being the wise and training as just being the hows. So, you know, we're a very specific industry and in food safety as is at the helm of it. So not only are they They encouraging individuals to come into the program, like, we have, um, they've got some big and bold ideas as as well. We have, we're starting the first ever, on March 22nd, the first ever in Canada, a women in meat program, you know, so we wanted to inspire women to to enter non-traditional industry roles in the food sector, and the goal really is to challenge the perception of women having successful roles and careers in the meat industry. So not just the meat industry, but industry period, because women have really taken the hit in terms of jobs in the pandemic and women are exceptional employees. Sorry, Bill. (laughs) <laughs> no, the,
0: the, the, hey, no argument, no argument here. I, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm marching with that band too, Diana. Don't worry about that. And but your point is well taken because we've talked about the numbers, uh, and 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 the people that have been impacted during this recession, uh, which some people are calling the C session because it's had such an impact on on women in the workforce, especially, Uh and this is an opportunity for them to maybe, you know, to reboot and think, okay, maybe I can go in a different direction, maybe I can improve my skill set. I mean, there's, a, there's a, a, a limitless amount of opportunity here.
1: Well, and, and for, for all workers, if you're unemployed right now, that's terrific. And you have to realize we have a tremendous number of new Canadians. Like our anticipated workforce growth by 2030 will all be from new Canadians. And we have a lot of new Canadian women that some of them have never held a job. And I know Marlo shared this with me. It's so exciting to see a lady take a program, and this is going to be her first ever job in a lot of and a lot of instances. And the pride, you know, in taking online learning at the kitchen table with their children. And it's just a tremendous, tremendous opportunity. And you know, the food industry is the most diverse manufacturing sector in Canada so there's and we welcome we welcome all different cultures and that's what makes makes our industry so diverse so the the opportunities are there from foundation levels if you've come with with different educational opportunities there's more educational opportunities available to you and and as you mentioned before our population is growing this is a growth industry we all need to eat so if you want a a job for now or a career forever food is the place to go it truly well. is
0: Yeah, but the great point that you just raised, though, because of the diversity of our communities uh, and and different ethnic and cultural backgrounds, uh, there are different tastes and different requirements, uh, which really only expands your industry, doesn't it?
1: Oh, it does. And that's the other thing I love about Canada. We are a melting pot, and we love all these different cultures and all these different cuisines, and it does create new opportunities because now we can create these foods here, which is much safer to create the foods here in Canada um, as opposed to having them imported. So that, too, brings more opportunity.
0: Well, and I know that there was a push and hopefully that it's going to be revived. I'm sure it will be about earth to table stuff. In other words, they they want local production. They want local development of of food products. Uh, obviously, it's it's a lot cheaper than than having to transport it across the continent in situations like that. but it what it does is also creates local employment.
1: Well, something interesting has happened in the last couple of years, and I was looking at our labor market information studies for Ontario in particular. we're have we drifting away from from larger-scale employers. Don't get me wrong. They are are the cornerstone in in the Canadian industry. But 90% of our employers are of 100 individuals or less. And what we're seeing happening, especially during the pandemic, is people want to go to smaller regional and smaller local suppliers. You know, they have a sense of greater security and, and supporting the community. And that is coming out loud and clear. So in some of our programs, it never fails. We have a couple of people that actually want to start their own business. And Canada just is, is a melting pot to do that and really helps individuals that want to start their own business. And food is the way to go because that, that whole diversity, we want, we want to try all these new flavors. Anything that you find in a restaurant, we have to manufacture at the end of the day. And so there's, there's the opportunities for new entrepreneurships coming. And we certainly see that in all the programs that we've done with City School.
0: Well, and we saw that in Hamilton pre-pandemic, and I, I hope it's going to be revived too. Uh, the growth of, of, of restaurants and, and especially, a, you know, a little hub break right downtown in Hamilton, uh, a couple of different spots on James Street and Ottawa Street, and of course on King William Street. And you're right. This is, this is organic. This is the community saying, you know what? We could use something like this. And you get that entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, and, and they made a go of it and it, it flourished. It actually was incredible to see the growth of that industry. Uh, it's kind of hit the pause button, obviously, because of the pandemic, but, you know, the, you've seen the numbers too, Diana. You know, the, 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 the surveying that they've done basically says, look at, uh, we're dying to get back into these places. We're dying to get back out and, and partake in this once again. So this is, this is an industry that's, that's ready to just explode, I think, with possibilities.
1: Well, even the restaurant industry, <clears throat> you've seen that, that a lot of people haven't stood still. That they said, okay, how can I survive? So they take mm-hmm. some of their specialties and they're actually manufacturing them in their restaurant for sale to the public. I don't see that ever stopping. I see that growing. So, again, City School has a lot of the core structure that those restaurateurs that want to take a product that they're known for and actually produce it properly and safely for sale to the public, you're going to see that grow. And I just so applaud that because a lot of times, darn, I want that Caesar salad dressing at home. (laughs) And, uh, you know, so that's we're starting to see a lot of that go through Hamilton and go through the GTA. And that's another area where the food industry is not going to stand still
0: well I've, I've noticed this and I'm sure you have too th- through the last year and, and and you're right I applaud the uh, the entrepreneurship and and the uh, the flexibility of, of the food industry uh to be able to to still make the accommodation because of shutdowns and everything else uh, but to that point what it has done is uh, I think it's created an awareness within communities about those small businesses and and about that that industry in and of itself and we we are starting to support that and i I, I think it's going to continue once uh, once this this recovery starts going full bore and uh, we're back into this. I think, you know, once we've had a taste of what this is like, uh, that we're going to say, yeah, this is this is where we want to direct our, our, our loyalty now. And I, I think you're going to see small businesses like that flourish even more.
1: I think it's never before because don't forget, we are a country of small to medium sized businesses and we are a country that's extremely proud of our micro and small and medium sized businesses, so especially with the pandemic and supporting those that have had <clears throat> excuse me such a hard time, and we're seeing the spill over into the agricultural sector, where we're seeing farm gate sales mm-hmm. really increasing, and that's another area that city school is really interested in, making sure that entrepreneurial spirit can be can be grown and and let's get out into the countryside and get some of those products as well. so, We have a huge pioneer spirit here in Canada, and uh, it all revolves around food. So this is a very exciting time in the food industry and for job seekers and those looking for opportunities.
0: Well, and for folks that want to explore that, uh, by all means, uh, we'll direct them to the uh, Mohawk College City School webpage. Uh, And uh, they can also pop on, of course, to the Food Processing Skills Canada and get some information about this too. Deanna, thank you so much for this. Thank you for your commitment to City School and, and the great work they're doing and continued success with you guys too.
1: And thank you, and thank you so much for having me, Bill.
0: Take care. Deanna Zinger, of course, project manager of uh, the Succeeding at Work program with uh, Food Processing Skills Canada. Uh, got a few minutes left here before we have to wrap up. I want to bring Ron McCurley and uh, Jim Vanderbeek and back in from Mohawk College. Uh, this has been a, an interesting ride, gentlemen, over the last uh, two and a half hours or so, uh, talking with some of your partners about this. And uh, I, I, we, I think Ron started off uh, at the program talking about some of the stats from the Deloitte report, uh, return on investment report, and, and some of the encouraging and, I think, fascinating numbers about this but what really i think brought it home for me is talking to some of your partners here in the community that have been working with you on the city school program uh and and truly this is a win-win situation they're they're really happy to be part of this
6: well we're blessed uh, in hamilton i think to have such great partners and so many people that are willing to work with this bill and um and they just understand that uh, that we're stronger together and so that we can take interesting ideas and challenge each other and and figure out how we can move forward and and make it better for them as industry partners and make it better for our students as well.
0: And, and Jim, with your involvement for the, from the get-go in this program, uh, th- the fact that this program is, is so malleable that you've been able to, to, to move around and, and, to, and to make some changes uh, you know, in programs uh, based on the needs that you're seeing and the reaction that you're getting, uh, I think is one of the keys to the success of the program.
3: It has been. The, uh, the innovation pathway that we've been on, Bill, with this with City School and the programming and how we've designed it. And and we're going forward with that. We're continuing to work with our employer partners and our community partners to think about how we can improve, how can we ensure that we're continuing to meet the emerging needs uh, within the community. So it's been a very exciting opportunity for the entire team, and they've been working uh, tremendously hard to make sure that we're meeting the needs of the community and, of course, the individual learners who are engaging us.
0: But, you know, if, if you want to go back a few years to, uh, to October 2015 to that first school uh, at Eva Rothwell Center, uh, and this was a great idea, fabulous idea, uh, but look, at Jim, look at how it's grown and expanded over the years based on community need, really. It has, really.
3: It's It's been, you know, we've been very fortunate, as Ron indicated. The partnerships have been essential to our success. Uh, it has been uh, an absolute necessity for us. This is very uh this can be a very challenging work. We are looking at ensuring that everyone in the community has an opportunity for uh, an educational pathway. We need many hands in order to accomplish that task. So having the partners on board, having the employers on board uh, has been tremendous. And Eva Rothwell was really the beginning of that journey. So we're very, very privileged uh, and thankful to, uh, to that particular community group for, uh, for allowing us that opportunity.
0: And, Ron, so many people I talked to in the program today that uh, that said, well, how did this all start? And with a phone conversation. Uh, but you don't have to do much convincing here because they already know the success of Mohawk and they know how you love to integrate the programs into the community. Uh, and it's a win-win situation. I mean, they certainly see the benefit for their standpoint as well.
6: Yeah, and you, you heard uh, on the show this morning uh, from a lot of our, our different partners and a lot more that obviously couldn't be on a three-hour show, but um, they see the win. There is one other uh, set of partners that we haven't talked about this morning. I just want to give a shout-out to. and sure. That is the donors. We have, a, we have a huge number of donors who have walked alongside us on this, who have uh, provided the funds. As you know, City School is uh, tuition-free, and we provide uh, additional supports if required for the students. And uh, A lot of that is funded from the college, but a lot of it is funded from uh, private donors as well. And if somebody was touched this morning and wants to uh, get involved as an employer, we would love to hear uh, from them. Uh, But if they also are interested in donating, they can do that through our foundation website. And the email is just foundation at mohawkcollege.ca.
0: Well, as we mentioned, uh, 157 total courses uh, so far, and, and you know that number is going to grow uh, as as the desire for people to want to benefit from this program grows. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for this. This has been a real pleasure uh, to bring this information and and these stories uh, uh, to our listeners here this morning. And it's an, another one of the great success stories. And I know we're all looking with great anticipation for the future of the city uh, economically, uh, and of course from the public health standpoint after the pandemic. And uh, it's pretty clear that as always, Rob. Uh, John and, and Jim Mohawk College is uh, is right up there in front, leading our way uh, to the future uh, with possible employment opportunities and a great, stronger economy. Thanks for today, and thanks for the great work that you guys are doing with City School.
6: Pleasure, thank Bill, you very thanks much. Thanks for helping to tell the story.
0: You bet, thank you. you. Ron Bill. McCurley, uh, thank you. Uh, Ron McCurley, president of Mohawk College, and Jim Vanderbeeken, who is the dean for the Center for Community and Experiential Learning at Mohawk College, just an outstanding program and a great success story.